Hey ladies, today I'm going to talk about how is alcohol ruining your marriage or your dating relationship or your partner. I talk about marriage because that's what I have and that's my experience, but I know that there are women struggling in very serious relationships that maybe they want to become marriages or this is the time that they're dating and exploring and it's super important to understand how alcohol affects it. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But first I wanted to read a sweet review from one of my clients that just graduated from our coaching program. She says, as I sit here today, I'm so amazed at how far I have come. Our time together has meant so much to me. You have helped me see things in a whole new light. You have a special way of working with people, and it means so much. Keep doing what you're doing. You're making a big difference in others' lives. How do I know this? Because you made a big difference in mine. God has a plan. We just have to follow it. Love and thank you, Emily. I love that, and I just want to share that with you because it is my desire to work with the women that are meant to work with me. So if you're ready and you feel like you know me and you've had the opportunity to begin to build trust with me through this podcast or in my group, or maybe you're brand new to this and you're like, I don't really know you yet. I want you to stick around for a little while because I would love to partner with you and help you along the way. If you're just to the place where you're like, listen, I'm done. I am done with this loop that I'm stuck in. I have tried so many different things, so many different programs, activities, detox plans. You know, a lot of the women I work with are giving up alcohol, but I also have some clients that it's not about alcohol. They have just found that they are stuck and they're over it. So if that's you and you're ready to have someone to hold your hand and partner with you and shoot it straight and give you accountability, but also help grow you and help expand your mind to let you see that you have the power to control your thinking, your emotions, how you show up, how you respond, you know, you take your power back basically and open you up to offer forgiveness and release the shame and guilt that you're hanging on to. But the key is you have to be ready because I'm just going to highlight it in you and I'm going to expose some things in you and show you what you already have deep inside of you ready to come out. So if this sounds like something you're interested in, you can do two things. You can either direct message me over on Instagram at Coach Michelle Porterfield or email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com and we will set up a time to talk. Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. 
Together, we will work to show you your value, your strengths, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. All right, let's talk about marriage and how alcohol is potentially ruining your marriage. I can just say that if there is a question out there, someone's thinking, is it really affecting my relationship or my marriage? Let me just say, absolutely. Now, it may be not in crisis mode yet or something that you really haven't seen a pattern, depending on where you are in your drinking or in your story. But it's going to hurt. And so I wanted to look, so I, I really wanted to start with what is really the foundation of marriage? Now, listen up, ladies. Now, if you're in a serious relationship, you can, you can stay. You don't have to skip. If you're dating or potentially looking for a future partner, I would stick around because I think that this information, whether you are in the place of a marriage right now, I believe it still can be valuable to you. And I'm not going to be super long-winded, so just, just, just hang tight with me, okay? So what is the ultimate purpose and meaning of marriage? Well, I believe it's God's gift to us. It's designed to bring us joy and Him glory. With this gift, He, cover, he covered our aloneness, providing us with the hope of companionship and the joy of connected intimacy with Him and with our partner. That's basically what the meaning of marriage is when we take a look at it. So with that in mind, let's think about some areas that may be struggling in your marriage. And some of these I absolutely was affected with. Okay. So how about communication? Let's start with a super obvious one in the room. Okay. Communication is so challenging anyway for the most of us. Now, now some couples have, have really worked hard on this. And I'm telling you, if this is an area that you struggle in, welcome to the world of relationships. It just is. You know, we just communicate differently as men and women. But can you imagine how much harder it is when we're not clear-minded? You know, if I was choosing to drink out of stress and frustration, and a lot of times it was at him. I was stressed at him. Now, these were my choices. You know, I was stressed about what was going on. So I was numbing and then what happens is sometimes you talk too much, right? And you say things you don't really mean or even if you really feel them. Because I, I know there was a lot of times I was hurting and I was angry and I was feeling some stuff. But it would have been way more beneficial if I had taken the time to write that stuff down and say it when I was not drunk, and not under the influence because a couple of reasons. First of all, I was mean and ugly and I said things that were not nice and not even helpful. And why in the world would he listen to someone that's been drinking? And you can flip-flop this around. If you have a partner who's drinking, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Or if you're doing it together, it's probably 10 times worse. You're both being horrible to each other. At least I was in the place of my husband was super, super patient with me. Um, not that he didn't get mad and not that there wasn't some arguments or, you know, issues there. But it would have been 10 times worse if he was drinking. 
So if you're in that situation, I understand that you're hurting and you're frustrated. So then what happens, it increases the arguments. We get nitpicky. We are more often than not frustrated with each other. So we're arguing, right? Well, then think about the next day. If you're not feeling good, you're hungover, you have a headache, you're moody, you're hangry, more arguments. It increases. Because if you're married, this is your person who's with you all the time at home. It's not like you can totally avoid them, at least when you're witchy or you're moody, you're not at work, or you can at least avoid work, we've all realized in relationships we are hardest on the people closest to us because we feel like we have that freedom where we can be. And yet we really don't want to be hard on because we know that we love them and that they care for us, but we do. We let our guards down, and sometimes the ugly comes out. So what else could be hurting your marriage? Infidelity. Alcohol can lead to choices that you make and could very well possibly not have been choices that you would have made if you were of sober mind, right? You're already frustrated. You're not communicating in your marriage. Maybe you're feeling lonely. Maybe you're feeling completely disconnected. And you go out with the girls. And an opportunity arises. You're, you know, you've got a girls weekend. You're out of town. And something comes up and you're drinking and you're totally just numbed out or just totally not making good choices. It would be so simple to be no one would know, you know, and go in the moment. That could ruin your marriage because then what's going to happen after when you do sober up and you realize what choices you have made? Then you have a whole nother thing to deal with, right? What about divorce? There's actually some women that I've spoken to that have said it has caused divorce. Now, some of them have said, you know what? It was one of those situations where we started out heavily drinking. We went into a marriage heavily drinking. We were not properly matched. We were not both believers. This was something that had to happen. Or one chose to become sober. The other one didn't. And it became worse. And this needed to happen. But the thing is, is that the common denominator is alcohol. What about sex with your husband? Now, you can say what you want to say about, oh, it makes me, you know, more relaxed or it makes me um, cut loose a little bit. And that might be true, right? I understand that. It could relax you in a way to where you're loose. But what have I said before? When you numb the good stuff. You also numb the not so good stuff. And when you numb the not so good stuff, you numb the good stuff. And what I mean by that is, yes, I might be more relaxed and more playful, but I am I'm also not going to experience the pleasure and the intimacy with my husband that really could be amazing without it. And therefore, if I'm not cultivating this intimate relationship, then it's going to make us more distant and it's going to cause more and more problems. And that's kind of the one I want to end with as far as building walls and getting more distant. Now, I am the queen of this. <laughs> Let me just be honest. You know, when I have conversations here, a lot of these issues that I talk about are from experience or from, hey, boy, I sure am glad I didn't go down that road. But I understand how it could happen, 
and I understand that anything can be covered and forgiven. And that's why we're here to remember what I said before, get off that train going to who knows where that we don't want to go and let's start creating new tracks. So those building walls are just so powerful because they're, they're way faster building than they are to take down. And that's what happens. We begin to resent our spouses. We don't say the things that we want to say in the, when we need to say them. We just keep shoving it down and it's okay. And then you begin to get more resentful, even because no one told you you couldn't say it. You just chose not to thinking, well, I'm too tired, or I don't want to deal with this, or I don't want to have conflict, but yet you're still holding resentment, and you're becoming more distant and more distant, and that, that takes work. You know, my husband and I have experienced that, and we still um, struggle at times with that, because, you know, if that's your go-to, you know, maybe these other things aren't happening. You know, maybe you aren't having huge fights, and you're not having issues in the bedroom, and um, you know, you're not spending time going out with the girls, but I can, I bet a lot of you can relate to that. It's like, you know, I, I just, there's kids and there's life, but you know, I'm just really unhappy in this area or I'm really struggling here, but I just, I don't have the energy to talk about it right now. And then days go by and then you're like, well, just forget it. Well, deep down inside though, you're still allowing yourself to feel that and it not be resolved. So naturally we kind of hold it against them a lot of times even though they may not even know that we're feeling that way. So I just want you to kind of pay attention to this. So what are some of the top most important things in a marriage as it relates to the internet? I just did some Googling and here's what most people want. These were the top values or top um, things that women were looking for or even men, who knows who was Googling. Connection. We want to connect with others. Commitment giving, respect, trust, and intimacy. And you can see how those are very valuable, but you can also see with just what we discussed, how is it that you can connect when you're not really clearly there? How are you going to commit if you're thinking about the distance or possible divorce? You know, how can you really give and serve your partner when you're angry with them, and you're not even really caring for yourself. And then trust. That's a huge one. So are you in a relationship now? You know, what, what would you like? How would you like your marriage to improve? Which one of these can you start with? And then if you're dating, this is, this is what they said, some good, the characteristics of an ideal partner when we're looking. You know, we're looking for maturity, openness, Openness is really powerful because we want someone who is a little bit less offended and willing to be more vulnerable, right? They don't always have their defenses up. Honesty and integrity, respect and independence, empathy, affection, and of course a sense of humor. So what I would say too, especially if you're dating... I remember hearing this a lot later in life, and this is something that I've been telling my children, but the idea is, why don't, why don't we, those of us who are women, who are listening to this podcast, why don't we work on becoming who we need to be to be that partner for our spouse or our future boyfriend, right? So what if you decide to grow in maturity 
to become more open and willing to be vulnerable? What if you become more honest and full of integrity, respectful, but independent? What if you have more empathy for your your boyfriend or your spouse, more affection? And then what if you just lighten up and have a sense of humor? That's a good way to look at something. When you're looking for something in someone else, turn that mirror and go, you know, what areas can I improve on? How can I show up in a different way? I really just want you to think about your relationships. Think about if you are one who is drinking or this has been going on in your relationships. What's just one thing that you can start with? You know, is it really being intentional this week? Scheduling some time one-on-one with your spouse? Is it apologizing for something that you said or did? Is it showing him affection and touching him? And just letting him know, is it showing respect? Is it serving him this week, doing something special for him? Now, I know that sometimes this can be very difficult. In the most hardest times of my marriage, the last thing I wanted to do was to be nice to him. But that was my pride. That was me. Because I was so full of frustration and resentment and anger. But I knew that I had to take the first step. And if he's maybe thinking he needs to take the first step, you both will get closer and closer together. But I'm telling you, the response that you get will be valuable. And like always, if you feel like this is a situation that is you're unsafe, then you definitely need to seek help. You need to seek someone's help that can step in and be an advocate for you. You know, they're... There might be opportunities to have couples therapy. I know an amazing coach that could help with marriage couples. You may need to just work on you. I'm available for that. There's there's other people out there for that. There's therapy. You have to be your own advocate for sure and stand up for what you need to do. And you know in your heart, yeah, you do. You know exactly what needs to be your next step. And I'm so thankful for you. And I hope you have a beautiful week. And if you have any questions or would like to talk a little more on this topic, reach out. And I will be seeing you soon. So until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.